purple label Ain't I fresh as I could be Made it through my situation Ain't I blessed as I could be Ain't I laughing at the haters Trying to take a shot at me They don't know which way to go I make it easy, follow me Honestly, ain't I insane? I think that's the way I gotta be the I Do It podcast is back in the new year, 2019. We're still doing it, but still the same old doing it. New year, same do it. Got to keep a balance. <laughs> Always new women got to keep a balance. Hey, hey, coming at you first, live and direct with really low, low quality. I'm driving. We're both driving in the car doing this podcast on headphones because why? Tell them why we're doing it. Because we just fucking do it. No matter time, day, do it. Just look at look at what you're doing, think about what's going on and do it. Pretty much. Hey, we could we could follow excuses. We could be like, oh, the quality's bad. Oh, it's not convenient because we have to focus on driving. But you know what? The people got to know. The people got to hear. And we're just here to do it. I'm willing to sacrifice a little bit of my driving ability to bring great content. Oh, my gosh. So willing. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Dude, are you kidding me? Yo, I'm on right now. They'll move. If you start coming, they'll move. And plus, I'm a man, so I just fucking drive so clean. It's but, unreal. Uh, yo, on some real, though, uh, about this podcast shit, we haven't really been doing it because we want to be together, uh, like, in the same room. It's just a way better quality, like, sound when we can do it in the same room, on the, you know, and, uh, and it's... And you could also do visuals when it comes to that, which is cool, too. Uh, and then also it's more raw or it's more, I don't know, you know, you're there with the person. So yeah. it's a little bit more it's easier. It's very, but, very intimate. If you get what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, for so, y'all that for y'all that we got we got like we got real deal stuff. We have the programs, the mixing boards. We got the freaking microphones, the expensive microphones. Like, it isn't just like, hey, this like $20 microphone that we bought at freaking Granted, granted, my voice sound good on any fucking microphone. It's like when people blame the basketball for, for you sucking at basketball. That's the funniest thing in the world is when people think they suck because of the basketball except are better basketballs than other basketballs but like no but at the end of the day though there is one basketball and it's the wilson evolution and if my hands get remotely any condensation on them aka they will not if but when i just lose the ball dude it's like trying on to a steel pole when you just had your hands submerged in fucking butter. <laughs> and those things bounce off the rims real goofy. But anyways, we're both kind of going through some changes, moving around a little bit, moving where we're living, moving where we're staying. Everybody's doing their own shit right now, so it's been hard to like link up and do this shit. Uh, yeah. But we just decided, shit, let's just like, whenever we find time, hit me up. Let's just pound them out. So this is it right now. 
this shit right now, this might be the greatest episode ever. That's the crazy thing about us is you never know. It might just be it. It might just be it. We're on the top notch. No, no, no. Don't get it wrong. We're on 10 every single time when it comes to the clown. You know what I mean? We be clowning nonstop. You're going to get 10 out of 10 clown session every single time. No, it's like I wake up in the morning, and most people, they go upstairs, they take a shit, they take a shower, they brush their teeth. First thing I do is I I grab with five fingers a big red nose, and there's a little fucking string on it. It's like a circle, and I pull it back like an elastic headband, and I just snap on a big fucking red nose, and I start my fucking day with that. That's what I do. I walk around like Scuba Steve with oversized shoes <laughs> yeah <laughs> big oversized shoes slaps every single time i walk <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude shoe boxes with a hole cut in the top <laughs> that's how i pull up hey kids it's me <laughs> somebody's just like oh look at that guy's shoes and then they just made a lame joke about my shoes, and then they get absolutely roasted for trying to fucking say some oh stupid shit. Oh, my God. Cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> Cinnamon toast. By the way, if anybody wants this work and wants to come on the podcast and talk that talk, we would love to publicly torch yeah, I mean, John and Austin got lucky that I was where John I was. John and Austin always stay getting torched. No, but think about how lucky they got, dude. I mean, like, oh, oh, my God. You want to know why uh, I'm really good at arguing? Because I can talk louder than most people. So that means I win. That's how arguing works. Whoever talks like, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> no, that's how it works. So mad. Yo, dude, that's one thing I learned about like playing pickup basketball is most people think arguing is whoever talks louder wins. Yeah. Same people. Foul, foul, foul. Same people that just because their car is loud means it's super fast. Same people. Oh my God. 100% feasting on the podcast right in your oh. ear. <laughs> No, dude. Hey, I don't give up. Damn. What are you guys going to do about that? Oh, that's right. Nothing. Cowards. You don't give a shit. You just let us eat right in your goddamn ear. Matter of fact, I might have to stop right now and go get some food, and we can just not even talk and just have us chewing. <laughs> the whole entire time, the best sound in the whole entire world. There's probably some, like, freaky, like, 47-and-a-half-year-old dude who is like wears like a side part weird haircut with really long hair and shit and like only wears like trench coats and shit and he's just sitting there and he just would pay for that audio of like two middle-aged men eating hamburgers oh my god <laughs> dude motherfuckers so are so weird bro people pay people dude women especially like i feel like there's a lot more alleyways for women just cuz so many dudes are creepy as fuck but like True. Dude, women have so many opportunities, dude, to just make racks for doing the most ridiculous yeah. shit. 
Yeah. I have dude. a couple of friends that are no, like. Oh, dude. No, man. Send me a fart video, please. Here's a thousand dollars. For real. That's real life. Like I have friends that have like over 20,000 followers on like Instagram and stuff. Like dudes will send them stuff. <laughs> be like yo take a picture of this like you in this or like send me a picture of your feet i'll send you my like creepy like the like anything dude anything i'm okay there's two people dude yeah i would have i would have a conversation with my girl and just be like hey yo look like i don't know i just heard some fucking crazy shit and like i can just start sending pictures of my feet to this girl and we can i can make the family like like eight grand a month extra are you like okay with that and she'd be like oh that's really fucking weird uh i guess yeah but okay (laughs) for me me, it wouldn't even be i guess i'd be like you're just sending him pictures of your feet yeah all right yeah absolutely do it as much as much as actually you know what sell it sell it on your instagram put pictures of your feet on there and just be like anybody trying to paint like please do it <laughs> putting like little sock puppets on my toes and shit just for 30 fucking racks this PayPal. little put to the market <laughs> dude give me 30 racks of my paypal and i'll send you an hour-long montage of me farting <laughs> swear to god yo it's really Are crazy you kidding me Speaking of being, like, crazy on social media, dude, like, how weird do you have to be to, hey, like... I think because we're using these headphones, you're, you're, uh, you're like, uh, close to the mic. So, like, if you're uh, loud, it's, like, blaring it. All right, I'll try to, I'll try to be quiet. But let me know, too. I'm just going to try to... We have to kind of try to monitor it while we're doing this shit. Right. But, like, on, on the subject of, like, being weird on social media or whatever... How weird do you have to be to have, like, arguments with people, like, underneath a YouTube thing? Like, people you don't even know, like, or on Facebook, like, just random go on blogs or whatever and just freaking argue for no reason. Listen, dude, I can let you into this world because (laughs) I love it. It's so bad. Dude, you want to know why? It's because I can... I used to do that in real life, like, but now you can just go do it online. No, I'm not saying I do it a lot, but sometimes, dude, I love going into comments of shit. Like, like for instance, if there's just like a LeBron video, I'll just go make the most ridiculous, absurd comment that is just like, it's so crazy, sarcastic, and so unbelievable that if you believe it, you are idiotic. And like, if you believe that it would even be real, like, I'll be like, Kobe Bryant is better than Mike, than LeBron James because Kobe Bryant once traveled to Mars. And, <laughs> dude, I swear to God, bro, just to see what people do. And people will get on there and, like, be like, oh, no, we fucking did it. Like, dude, you're so mad. Like, dude, and to me, like, sometimes in my day, sometimes in my life and in my day, I just need some of that. Yeah. But that's a, but that's what I'm saying. You're not the weird one, but the person that takes it so seriously, you're weird. Oh you have man, better to do in your life, dude. It's so crazy. And I always say this: a lot of the people that are more confrontational online are people that, like, if you're just like, I don't, I would never do this. You know what I'm saying? But like, you could just be at like a grocery store or at a fast food joint or anywhere you could stand in line. And if this guy was there and you just went right in front of him and stood in front of him in line, 
and you were just like, I, this is my spot now. Like, <laughs> even though that's a dick-ass thing to do and you're a huge piece of shit if you do that, he's the type of guy that would just be like, oh, golly, okay, for, for sure. Or he might not even fucking say anything. Like, it's just crazy, bro. And then, like, online, like, they say they see something and then the first thing they do is, like, turn on their caps lock and then start typing swear words. You know, it's like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's so people get so heated with strangers about nothing, man. Nothing serious at all. It's so crazy. Twitter fingers. Dude, the worst, and it's so bad. Like, even with anything to do with politics, anything to do with with social justice or anything, dude. It's like, <laughs> wow. Yo, dude. Hey, hey, you want to know what it's like? It's like to the point where we don't even take the conversation there because it's just so fucking useless and waste of time that it's just like, let's talk about how Views is Drake's best album. <laughs> you sound dumb as hell. Now Drake hasn't had a bad album. But, uh, For you to tell me that I sound dumb as hell makes you sound dumb as hell. You didn't even let me like explain to you why I didn't do anything, bro. You're just tripping, bro. Nah, dude. I said you're no, dumb as narrow, hell. Narrow-minded. You just said I sound dumb as hell. Very, very good album. <laughs> no, but, but definitely don't sound dumb as hell. Because let's be real, dog. What the fuck are you talking about? Hey, pray the real live forever, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> Why is Views his best album? Oh, man. Just because uh, I think it's a more timeless sound. It, it, and all that's like my final reason why. I just kind of like told you my conclusion first, but like. Just like there's tracks on there, bro, that are just I don't know, man. It's like it just sounds more timeless to my ear personally. That's why. Like I can what kind of, what tracks are you thinking of? Like, um Hold on one second. I'm just gonna go pull up the list just because I'm not gonna sit here and waste your fucking time. No, I don't know. About- I don't know. I don't know if you can exit out of your shit, man. It's gonna end the call. Is it working right now? Yeah. Well, shit, it's working then. I uh, see. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't. I don't really, in my personal music opinion. First off, there's no skips. Period. Like, there's songs that I got a little tired of because of this and because of that. But, like, if we're talking about just, like, the song for what it's worth, I don't really... There's no skips. You know, every album that Drake's ever had, he has bangers on it. He doesn't have a bad album. Keep... Like, there's more bangers than others sometimes. Sometimes it takes a little bit for you to warm up to it, but... Like, start off the album with Keep the Family Close. All of my let's just be friends. Yeah crazy and then oh but bro how it's put together and like sonically how it sounds like just just think about i forgot exactly what year take care came out but think about that had to be at least like a few years uh 2011 so was like, i know, think six years in between yeah. or so 
like think about how much crazier technology gets in six years and like sound and just like all that shit and just experience that he had and like and just more life that he has lived and experiences and like subject matter but anyways keep the family close start us off and then the transition musically i think that's what it is bro is like it's the easiest listen to me i guess is like another big point it's the easiest listen to me when it comes to Drake albums. So that's why I say it's the most timeless, in my opinion. But then it goes into six upside down. That's a nine now, which is just crazy. And then it goes immediately right into, I should be downtown whipping on the way to you. Crazy as fuck. Underrated song. That's probably the, that's my favorite instrumental on the whole, on the whole album. That shit, bro, is like. It's, and there's some good ones, but that to me is the most nostalgic. Dude, it's one of the most nostalgic Drake beats and like songs that I've ever heard. Like, it's, it's just wild. But yeah, it just keeps going in. Feel no ways. Like, feel away, feel away. Bro, it's crazy. And then it goes right into tell me how you really feel. And then right after that, it gets you all hype. Uh, with the literally, the song is called Hype. And then it goes right into Western Road Flows. I did this shit for my brother, Rennie, back when we couldn't afford pizza because we were down to pennies. Like, bro. And then right into With You with Party. And then right into Faithful with Division. And then Still Here. And then Controller. And then One Dance. And then Grammys. And then Pops. And then Child's Play. And then Pop Style. And then Too Good with Rihanna. And then the interlude is a banger. It's like, summer is over. Or wait, what is it? Uh... Some nights in the rain I don't know but yeah that shit's a banger and then fire and desire after that then views the song then hotline bling bro it's just like so fucking slappy dude every single album every single album he has he has like massive hits yeah like the worst like people would say oh man this album sucks but then it has like three top freaking ten songs some number one like he in like keeping perspective like it's kind of hard because you're just like oh yeah like this sucks Com- but you're comparing them to him like dude you know what it's, i'm saying it's to, the point, to everybody. it's to the point where the only really thing i could say about like view or yeah about views that i can't say about fucking uh take care is that Views had no trash-ass features on it, bro, and Birdman's fucking feature on Will Be Fine. Yeah, so honest. Shout out to Drizzy, the realest motherfucker in the game. <laughs> dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ruining it so bad, dude. Shut the fuck up. Uh, uh, Birdman had bangers, though. Don't trip. No, but, like, pound for though. pound. Like, I don't even know, Manny dude. Like, crush. I just... Um, I guess for my music style, like my personal music preference, I would just put views slightly ahead of it at this moment in time. And I feel like it does change, like depending on what you're going through and shit, like, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. But bro, it's just like, and like the, the memories, I guess also another thing about views is like the memories I have with views. Cause it's such a more recent album. It's been fucking, it's been nine years since take care came out like bro like thinking about like memories from nine years ago and then thinking about memories from a year and a half ago is like you know what i'm saying like timing is everything too hey 
Hey, people still playing my oh shit. Yo shit, let the police ask us questions. <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I think they're, the albums are really similar as far as like, they're both 20 songs and there's pretty much no misses. There's songs that like got a little played out and shit. And then like, for instance, like, uh, Lord knows with Rick Ross, like Lord, Lord knows with Rick Ross. Like that's a song I really got to be in a particular mood for. Like, I don't really turn that one on. Like usually like I'll skip over that. Like, I don't, it's not a skip song, but just like lately, if I listen to take care, I just kind of hum over it. One of my favorite songs of all time is Marvin's Room, and I be skipping that all the time, because it's just like, yo, I'm not even trying to, I'm not even trying to put myself in that. <laughs> Gotta stay away from that. Um, but that's what I think, why I think Take Care is like, his best album, and I don't want to even say by far, because he has so, like, he has so many, I mean, to me, like, in my personal opinion, I think it's like, oh, dude, I don't even know. Yeah, it's fu- it's crazy. I can't even say. I think that one, that Take Care, I think is the most emotional. So, like, and then put you in the seat. That one, like, I feel like more people can relate to it. And it also, he does such a good job of putting you in the seat. And then puts you in the seat and then, like, makes you feel what the hell he was feeling when he wrote that song or like the situation that it was that in. to me is like, like uh that to me like, is like what um feel no ways the instrumental for feel no ways just that song is just like and the lyrics i should be downtown whipping on the way to you you got something that belongs to me dude come on <laughs> Who is it that's got you all gassed up, changing your opinion on me? I was only gone for the last yeah. few months, but you don't have the time to wait on me. Oh, my goodness, man. Are you fucking kidding me with that? He, stay, he stays having fun. Oh, whoa. But, shot, dude, shot for me, crazy. Take care, crazy for me. Barbara's room, crazy. Everything crazy. There's really it's not, exactly. even, like, I would say, when I first, like, started to listen to Take Care, Cameras was probably, like, my least favorite song. But even if I listen to it now, it's just because he sounds, like, extremely fucked up. <laughs> when he's, like, on a young camera, like, he just sounds fucked camera. up. Yeah. But, like... But, like, you still listen to it, and you're like, yeah, this is a banger still. Yeah, but, like, really, what I told my girl is I was just like, look, at the end of the day, I'll be your knight in shining armor all tires. And then from there on, it was just, it was just easy. Shot for me is just so crazy. I was telling you the other day how it's just so ridiculous Uh that it just starts with a... (laughs) <laughs> just a snap. And, you just, and then you just know, and you're like, oh, shit. Here we go. Oh, no. I can see it in your eyes. It's like the same feeling that yeah, you like, get. When you hear that snap, it's the same feeling you get if you're, like, on the other team. And it's like, oh, <laughs> the starting shooting guard from Lower Marion High School. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Same feeling you get yeah. when you hear the snap. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. How mad? Okay, look, how mad look, does that make like, a girl to say to them? I can see it in your eyes. Hey, you're angry. You the only thing 
that I commit to. I never cheated. What did you say? I never cheated. For the record, back when I was with you. Yeah. But you believed in everything yeah. but me. Girl, I don't get you. Everything but me, but girl, I don't I think we could probably start at the beginning of both of those albums and go like word for word, go through the entire both of those albums. But I mean, take care is one of my favorite songs. Yo, but listen, like, I talk about this really casually because, I mean, as you know, Wayne is my favorite all time artist, and he's, I mean, you know, like, he told me a very, very long time ago that we'll be all right if we put Drake on every hook. And I really believed him. What, what do you think? I was going to doubt him. So I just knew as long as Drake was on every hook that we'd be all right. And then that changed my, that changed my life. It's so crazy to go back to that time of Drake and then fast forward to now. He's so different, but yet still pops. Yeah. That's hard to do. Go for as long as he can be different, but still be, just still make it pop. That's tough. That's crazy. Yeah, only the greats do that, you know. Wayne, Jay, fucking, you know, all the greats. They only, even like, you know, outside of rap, just like only the really great people. Like longevity is like greatness, you know, like to an extent. But like, how many people have just gotten just their like shit next, cut short? He's just like next level. He's, like, up there with the great greats. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, you can play a freaking Biggie out, like, Biggie songs to this day, and you're just like, yeah, dude, this shit still, this shit still pops, and it's going to be the same thing with Drake. Same thing with Tupac. Yeah, but the thing about Drake, though, that's, like, really crazy, though, is, like, is that... I think his music will live on, like, in a weird way, like, longer. I don't know. It, yeah, it'll live on longer just because he reached su- he reaches such a vast audience that, like, I, like, it's crazy. Like, bro, like, there's, there's people that, like, don't like rap at all, and they like certain Drake songs. <laughs> like, there's no one that has got a Hennessy in my hand. You used to call me on my cell phone. Oh my god, like for real, Hotly Bling is my favorite drink song. Like, I do the dance and everything. I'm fucking playing video. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've asked about you and they tell me things, but my mind didn't change. I still feel the same, but tonight with no problem. Stupid. Yeah, every song he does with Rihanna is pretty good. Dude, oh. I was just telling the story about how when I went to the Eminem concert, went to the Eminem concert, and I was just like, went there to see Eminem and Rihanna, watch Rihanna's whole thing, and then Eminem came out, I watched like two songs and left, because I was way too wasted. When I went to the uh, Eminem and Jay-Z concert, when they did it at uh, America Park, and then he brought out. That's Drake. where that's where I was at with uh, with Rihanna. I was uh, right on the field. Yeah, he they he brought out brought out Drake, and I was like, no. Yo, I'm gonna confess to a something, but I'm not gonna name any names. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't give away the plug. But what happened was is 
uh, this guy I know buys and sells tickets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, he uh, had like a pair. He had a shitty pair of tickets, and then he had a nice pair of tickets, like nosebleeds, and then like field passes. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, so when what like what happens is with the field passes. So you scan the ticket to get in the gate. And then once you get in the gate, you go over to this other table if you have a field pass and you show them your ticket and then they just give you a, a wristband just to get down onto the field. So you can go like, and it's like a lot of general admission, but there are seats down there. But yeah, so basically what we did is ended up printing off multiple tickets. Like, so the good seats, we printed off four instead of two there was two we just printed them you know duplicated them so then we sold the other ones like you know he made his little lick off the off those and then we went in with the shit tickets but we had the good tickets in our pocket got through the door with the shit tickets so we weren't fucking the other person you know what i'm saying like yeah. they go there and like they're just like oh yeah, yeah i just paid 400 bucks for these tickets you know and then they go to scan it and it's like eh. <laughs> sick immediately sick to their stomach i've had yeah. that happen to me before but i mean no, no crazy amounts but yeah get in the gate with the shitty ticket take the thing over oh yeah i'm right in the field um and then yeah dude fucking get down in the field and then if i'm gonna keep it three hundred thousand stacks with you I printed off a couple extra ones and sold them sold the field passes inside the door like it's just a piece of shit person <laughs> hey you guys want to get down on the field yeah how much is it gonna cost Ooh, I don't know, man. Like, I was wanting to go down there, but shit, I just noticed how bad you wanted to go down. I don't know, maybe like 50 bucks or something? 50 <laughs> bucks? All right, fuck it. Give me 40. <laughs> here, here, oh, dude. I'm actually really fucked up right now. I was drinking way too much, dude. You want to go down on the field for $40? For and then he goes down on the field, and then uh, I leave after Eminem starts. <laughs> he sees you down there. Hey, I thought you were... You're really drunk. Oh, yeah. Weird off. Shit, we're good. Eminem. Wow, man. Like, I, I do regret, like, not staying a little bit longer. But, like, I don't know. I wasn't really feeling it that much, to be honest with you. He was, like, not really, like, energized at all. Like, he wasn't, like, getting me hyped. He was, like, really calm. Yeah. That's how yeah. I felt future was when, I, when he opened for Drake. Yeah, um, I was with you. I was, was with like, you. I felt yeah, that, that's too. That's when we met Party next door. Remember? And Miguel. Oh yeah, Miguel ran into me. That was. And you were like, "Yo, hey, don't fucking let that happen again." That's. I remember you saying that to him, and then he was yeah, like, "Oh my god!" He was like, "Oh my god!" I'm so sorry, man. You're so scary. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, run into me again. I'll steal your chick. Chill." <laughs> no, you put your finger in his shoulder and pushed him back and said, "Hey." long Filipino finger in his chest, poking it. <laughs> hey, when somebody... When so I have a natural... Anybody knew who Party was. He was walking by and we dapped him up, remember? And then and then Miguel and his boys walked by and like, yeah, that was crazy. And we spit on him and said racial slurs. <laughs> but yeah, that was sweet. And then the last concert we went to, the Division concert, we met the producer for Division. Just oh, my God. Hey, hey, we ain't talking about Chad Johnson. We're talking about 85. Yeah. 
we're sitting there and then all of a sudden five feet away my man walks up and starts doing like the mixes and stuff for the stage or whatever and i felt right like no in front of us and was no one knew who my man was i felt like i was the only one to know who this man was and i'm freaking out yeah i'm just like dog do you understand who this is everybody has no clue blah blah, blah. i know they think of division as just daniel you know what i yeah. mean yeah and like yeah right nah it's not I had my division hat on. I had my division shirt on. Like, and he's opening for Miguel, who is one of my other favorites. But he's opening for Miguel. So most of the people are there to see Miguel, you know? And so, yeah. freaking, I'm wearing my division stuff. I, we, I, we say what up to him. At first, we were just like, yo, do we even say, like, what up to him? Like, we don't want to be with Yo, we can dap him up, whatever. We're not asking for pictures or nothing or, like, wasting his time, like, taking up time. We're just saying, what's up? So we just said what up with him. He was like, yo, nice nice hat, nice shirt. I was like, yes, sir. Yeah, he knows. You got to compliment the merch. True. But, uh, yo, uh, I just wanted to do a public fucking shout out to you for bringing me to that shit. You just hit me up one day and you were like, I think that was like pretty close to when I moved back. Like I hadn't been back for too long. Yeah. And you were just like, hit me up and you were like, Yo, do you want to go to the Miguel Division concert? And I was like, I don't know. Is Rich Boy still selling dope? <laughs> Is Rich Boy still selling crap? <laughs> then that's your answer. Yes, just I want to go to the goddamn just concert. Just buy a Cadillac. <laughs> do I want to see two of the best R&B artists out right now? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'd like to go. Going. So, yeah, shout out to you for that. Is We've been to some good concerts together, bro. Yeah, that was the second time I saw Division. Right. Uh, and concert, we went to the Drake concert, that one. We went to J. Cole, didn't we? At, at, in Ann Arbor at U of M. Didn't we? Me, you, Nate? Uh, yeah, we went to that one, and then we went to Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah, with Travis Carter. That was dope. Travis was like tearing up. He was so happy. That's <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, I remember that was the opposite way. I was like, "Yo, Nick, you trying to go to the Justin Timberlake concert, dog? Let's go see this man." Yo, his band, Tennessee Kids, are straight filthy. Yeah, and then his Justin Timberlake is a show. Like, I that's a ticket that's worth the price, bro. Because he really does. Like, there's a lot going on. There's like musicians that are like elite. He's a great performer. He sings, he dances, he moves, bro. Like it's And crazy. the way that the stage was set up, like he basically everybody in yeah. the unless you're like up in the upper deck or whatever, anybody within cuz this was at what Palace of Auburn Hills. Anybody that was yeah. in the lower bowl or whatever, at some point it was like they were like front row. Cuz the way to the stage was oh, set yeah. up is like you could moved at one point from like all aspects of the lower bowl or whatever so like that was like super super 100% I can't really hear you that well it sounds like you're in a tunnel really? can you hear me yeah yeah no that's better but yeah yeah like legit like dancers like they were like dancing with the stars and stuff like the coaches for that Dances. How do I know that? Don't ask, but yeah. Dances. Bring out the dancing lobsters. 
<laughs> Do you remember that oh, show? Wait, yeah, but I don't know what it's from. The the Amanda oh, yeah. Bynes show. Oh, so funny. And bring out the dancing lobsters. Oh yeah, it might have been all oh, that. Yeah, too, so like, yeah, all that. It might have actually been that show. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, dude. Yo, last thing before I gotta dip out of here. I just yep. tweeted this out not too long ago. I said, I promise to go to two Pistons games this year if we trade Andre Drummond. I promise. I will go to two and Pistons low- games if we and, trade Andre Drummond. And pay for lower And bowl. pay for lower bowl. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yo, mm-hmm. we're not going to win this year. We're not even close. Listen. Listen, this is what the marketing team does for the Pistons. This is how the marketing team for the Pistons team operates. I'm telling you right now. We're all, we just walked into a room. There's coffee, there's donuts. We're all shooting the shit. We're loving it, having a great time. Sit down and we go, all right, guys, we fucking suck. We suck. We suck. So we all do that, and we all say that together simultaneously for 35 minutes straight, and that's how we lead off the 35 minutes. So, and then after that, then we go, you know what that means? It means we just have to promote the shit out of when good teams come in. Because the only reason you go to a Pistons game, there's only two reasons for me to go to a Pistons game right now. I'll tell you right now. Two reasons. One, the tickets were so fucking cheap that I just love basketball and I just want to go see basketball and just go out and go do it. Two, they're they're playing against someone that I would pay to see. That's the only two reasons I'm buying a ticket. And marketers know that shit. The the Pistons marketing team, you think they're crazy. Like, bro, go look at the prices. I mean, understandably, but go look at the prices difference between when you play the Hawks and the Celtics. It's like, it's ridiculous. They just try to stick you on those games, but yeah, dude. Um, Andre so, Drummond, I always, thought, I, I always think this. Listen, Ben Wallace did not have an offensive game either. Zero offensive nope. game. He was terrible at offense. But people here loved him. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about the freaking his game and how limited it is. It's his freaking heart. It's his leadership. I mean, as far as offensive, I just wanted to cut in real quick. As far as offensive skill, like ball handling and shooting and all that shit, he wasn't good. But, like, he was still really effective on offense with his rebounding and, like, just his his screen setting and his spacing was really, really underrated. Imagine getting a screen set on you by Ben Wallace. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He would I – mean, Come on, he did have, like, a 30-point game at one point. But, but his, his game was limited to – to put back dunks, like yeah, sure, sure, sure. Of so, course. my point is, is that he wasn't with the raw. He wasn't with the BS. He was a grown man putting in work. You know what I'm saying? Grown man putting yeah. in work. And you can talk about the stats and like blah blah, the inflated stats, whatever you want to call about rebounds and freaking defense. But there was never a game where you just be like, yo, that dude took a night off. Or that dude's not going to come with it. That dude seems uninterested. That's the difference yeah. with Andre Drummond. Because you could say that their stats are pretty similar, and maybe Andre Drummond's might be a little bit better. better but Way better. More, 
poor leader. He's not really about it, about it. He's just there. Poor defender. He loves the attention more than basketball. That's poor defender. I think he's like a media. I think he's an average on-ball defender. Like, he's decent. He's okay. He's not good, but he's not, like, horrible. But, man, when it comes to his defense in the screen, oh, oh my God, bro. Think about it. It makes me fucking just, like, press my fucking forehead together and, like, get a big wrinkle in my forehead and just, like, scrunch my nose up and shit, dude. Like, I fucking hate. Dude, hey, man. Do you know what a fucking hedge is? Yo. He's a space cadet. On pick and roll defense. He's always catching himself in no man's land. Like half he gets in the bad spot. Halfway between hedge and switch and halfway to guarding his man. And he's in in between of fucking no man's land. Where he's like, if he doesn't know what to do. So in that instance, it's a pull-up jump shot with three feet of space of a guard that can win a hundred times out of a hundred times. Like or it might even be or it might even be to the point where he's so low on the screen that he's in the paint to the point where the fucking guard will take like a 17-foot jumper. They'll get to even take a full dribble in, you know what I'm saying? Like use the screen so like the big the big has the guard like pinned and then he just is just wetting from mid-range. Yeah. Dude. Chilling. Easy no hand in his face at all. I really was enjoying this episode, and then you had to fucking, right at the fucking end, dude, really, dude, had to fucking bring this up? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Unbelievable. I hope you fucking sleep like garbage tonight. Yo, trade Andre Drummond, tank, get a top pick, and then hopefully a guard. Dude, hey, Nick, what are you saying right now? Listen to me. Keep Blake Griffin take everyone else and chop their head off. How about that? At least that's the one thing about Blake Griffin is, yeah, he can have a bad game here and there, blah, blah, blah. But I know that he cares, and I know he works his ass off every day. Yeah, yep, 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 100%. Second everything you said. I don't care how much we pay him. People are like, oh, we pay him. Yeah, we pay him a shit right. ton. Yeah, he's going to get older. Yes, he's going to get more less athletic. But at least I know that he's going to put in the work. At least I know he cares about winning, and I at least I know that when it comes to basketball, there ain't no messing around. Like outside, and of he basketball, gets he can do whatever he wants. But when he comes to work, he comes to work, and he gets he has earned it, and he gets it. He gets respect from like from people. You know what I'm saying? Like he get he when he's on the court, and we're playing against whoever we're playing against. You know. Whatever he's feels like he's always on the same like he always knows he's gonna be one of the five best pe- like people on the floor. Yeah, most of the time top three, unless he's playing. Yeah, then that's a discussion. All right. But yeah. But all right, man. I was just uh, sorry. There's just like I just parked at the crib. There's just this fucking really weird guy just walking around. So kind of was watching him for a second, tuned out there for a minute. But at least I didn't eat in front of our all of our over one million subscribers and guests that we have on our podcast. One milli. A milli and here, a million there. <laughs> we are not the same. I am. Um, yeah, but okay. 
that was an easy episode. That was just off the top, just straight freestyle heat for you. First drive home episode of the I Do It podcast. Mm. That was a 45-minute real spill. True. It was just true. Thank y'all for chilling with us. I dare anyone to try to prove me wrong about one thing I said about in this whole podcast. (laughs) Blogs about Drake. Listen, hit me up. Want to know why? Because I got time. So hit me up. Today, we we had time to do the podcast. I would drop my Twitter handle, but I already have way too many followers. I can't expand anymore, so I'm just going to not drop it. Yeah, but you right. can hit me. I do Nick, it. AKA twenty four, easy. Shameless plug. You guys already know what it is. Unfollow me if you listen to this because I have too many followers. <laughs> I have too many people follow me and hitting up me up in the DMs. I got a freaking popularity isn't all it's kicked up to be. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, but all right, man. I'll hit you up, bro. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye, audience. I love you. I have to commandeer. Since I see you can't take over, I'll just have to volunteer. Hey, ain't I your superior? Listen here, bro. You not up here. I'm so zone once it ain't funny. Twice the G that I appear. Rip make it so loud and clear. Gonna be gone for about a year. So paper trail, you gotta hear. But ain't that ain't I out of here? Hey. Ain't I-